I really would like to brush your hair if you... Oh, hello, creepy crawlies, and welcome back to another Ice Cream Queens. I hope everybody's having a good evening and are excited for a fun show all about creepy dolls. So let's jump right in and let's bring in my co-hosts, Kat, Magda, and Lauren. Hello. Hi. I caught somebody Lovely. fixing cleavage. I just saw that. <laughs> I, well, my bra decided to break right now and, and poke me with the underwire. So it's going to be a great show. Yep. Mm -hmm. We're just setting the pace. <laughs> it, it's it's going to be that show. Oh, so what has everybody been up to? There was the um, drive-in that I, we wanted to go to. There's a local drive-in here in Memphis, if you do not know. Um, they do show old movies. They were going to be showing one of the Chucky movies. I think it was the first one. And then also Bride of Chucky. But man, it was so cold and so wet. We, we all looked at each other and we were, I don't even think we talked about it. Like some of us we were just like, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I, I think that we are extroverted enough that we like to get together and go places, but we're introverted enough that if you say, ah, plans are over, we're like, yay, stay home pajamas. So. <laughs> Eli, I'm not streaming. So much cleavage. Oh, hello, Eli. Eli sends the funniest things. You know, if, you, if you want someone to send you funny things, make friends with Eli. Eli is our friend, and he has, yeah, he, he has the best comments ever. Mm. Okay. So we have actually kind of already jumped on this, and so I am going to throw this back out there. Interview with a vampire. <sighs> ah, I know that we have all recently had the conversation about we don't mind remakes and revisiting characters in and in, in if it brings in a new audience, but man, oh man, oh man, I'm struggling. I am so okay. So they have recently cast Claudia. And uh, she is now being aged up to about 17 or 18 years old. And I am having no. such, such a hard time with it. No. I'm torn just because of the age. Like, I've, I've looked into the casting and she's a beautiful girl. She is gorgeous. I would love to see her. Yeah. yeah she is. I would Bailey love to Bass. see her. Is, what was the, the lady that was Claudia's, like... Um, uh, Madeline? Madeline? Madeline. I would love to see her as that. And adult, but... It's so difficult when the character is supposed to be five, mm -hmm. and it was based yes. off of a, a real-life five-year-old who lost their battle with uh, leukemia. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and the, the themes behind the character is her forever being stuck into the mind of, you know, a, a toddler and... Um, so much of the themes are going to be completely shifted that it's it's i, I want to like it i really do but i just feel like it's another one of those like look there's one girl and two vampire guys and they're gonna fight over her look it's buffy look it's true blood look it's okay so this is the original cast and <sighs> okay so i know not everybody is a fan of the original class but i will say that kirsten dunst pretty mm. much captured the feel for who Claudia was based after, which mm -hmm. was Michelle Rice, uh, Anne Rice's daughter who had this, that's Michelle. 
um, who had leukemia and passed at five. And so for me, reading Interview with a Vampire and being a parent that has lost a child before, taking that element away from it just, to me, erases an emotional connection that I already had with that book um, and had, again, even later in life. So... No. By the way, yes, I don't know if you guys have seen this. This is the, there is, Anne <clears throat> Rice actually sat down with Ashley Marie Witter and did Claudia's story. It's a graphic novel. I mean, they poured over every mm. page. And so this is going to be what I'm going to recommend to read versus maybe <clears throat> watching the zero. I don't know. I'll still watch it. I'll still watch it. I, yeah. That's only fair to give it a shot. Exactly. Yeah, it's. It, I believe we discussed this in the chat before, but I want to go say it out loud as well. There may be reasonings as to why she was aged up. A, acting chops. Mm. B, things that they're wanting to be able to touch on that are more adult, and I we get that. Also, Anne Rice's son is working on the show. Yes. And it might be hard to have a character that is that close to his sister mm -hmm. or him. Yes, true, true. Um, he is the executive producer. Somebody with glasses. Literally does not know Claudia is. Probably screaming inside. Oh, wait, it's got something to do with Anne Rice. Still internally screaming. <laughs> I, I think... Oh, I did not know that Claudia's story existed. Yeah. Honestly, neither did I until DL showed me. It's a really so, good graphic novel. Either. I've read a couple pages in. I, I've read a couple of pages in and I'm trying, um, I found it online and I'm trying to get it. So Kat, what are your thoughts on it? Have you, now I know that you've probably seen the original. Um, did you ever read the interview with the vampire series or? I think I did. And it's been many years ago and I remember seeing it and it was, uh, I'm trying to think because, you know, I think I watched it because not trying to date myself at all, but I think um, Kirsten Dunst, I think me and her are probably like very close to the same age. And I think I watched it probably when it was made about that age. So yeah. I honestly, I couldn't tell you um, as far as the movie and everything, you know, it was just, it was a vampire story. I remember as a kid watching it and I think I even read the book. I'm, I don't know. I, it's, I didn't realize that the character was based off of Anne Rice's daughter. So, I mean, changing something like that up is, you know, I don't know that that's kind of a significant thing to change. So I, I'm kind of with you. I'm just kind of like, eh, I don't, I don't really know. But like you said, it could just be that her brother is on the set and doesn't want similarities, you know, just changing it up. So I, I really, I, I don't have a whole lot to put into this to tell you, honestly, it's been so long ago. Well, it wouldn't be the first time they did age her up just for the movie interview alone. They aged her up as well. Um, mm. And I, I, I don't, how old was she in that movie? Like, I think she was eight, like nine, nine, eight or nine, somewhere around. something like, and that to me was acceptable because yeah. mm -hmm. trying to get a five-year-old to act to do those, anything. like, yeah, yeah no. <laughs> It, it goes beyond the Lita, so it gets problematic and uncomfortable, which is the point of the story, but it's outside of the supernatural aspect, it becomes disturbing. So mm -hmm. I understand aging a child up for this particular character mm -hmm. because the horror of that character is that she is so young. 
physically, but mentally is not. So, I mean, I, I see why it's problematic. I see why they'd have to change that, especially in this climate. There's so much that people would look at and become exceedingly upset and disturbed by, and rightly so. So I, I do right. understand. I do. Hello. Hello. It's my friend Sierra. Hello. Sierra. Hello. We're missing comments. Sorry, I'm just over here talking. Mm. <laughs> no, I agree. Um, but one of the things that I always point out when people start commenting on the relationship and her being an adult in a in a child's body and the uh, basically the issues that it creates is that Anne Rice's vampires are sexless. Um, and oh, she is actually, oh, I... yeah. So um, I think, I mean, there, there's basically kissing, but the lust is truly, truly bloodlust and just seeking out things of beauty. I wonder if they're going to change that. No, oh, yeah, it's going to be all sexed up. Though the vampires themselves <laughs> are sexless, the people reading it are not. So no. they're going to be reading things into it and deciding in their own head what exactly is this going on so thought, you can't avoid that i thought claudia was an interesting conversation topic to lead into this evening she's a bit of a claudia, doll yes well i mean she is described as being a living doll and you know an eternal doll and and you know they dressed her as a doll which by the way was one of the most epic fits oh, Oh my gosh, that scene where she throws a fit and all of a sudden you're just like, this this little kid had this epic meltdown and I, you could have sworn it was a 30-year-old woman throwing a hissy fit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Better than me. But with that said, speaking of dolls, speaking of dolls, let us bring in our special guest this evening. Come on, Vicki Van Gogh. Hello. Hello. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you doing? Very good. Very so good. Vicky, so, Vicky, can you give us a quick elevator spill and tell us about who you are, what you do, and how you came to be here this evening? Okay, so I'm Vicki Van Gogh. I'm a Gothic artist. I also specialize in horror dolls that I sell at conventions, online, and like a store in my local neighborhood here. And so, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook. And that's where you'll see where I go to conventions and the latest news, the projects I'm working on, and so forth. Now, awesome. I see you have an enormous doll collection behind mm. you. And then yes. I'm also seeing some paintings on the walls as well. And um, I know that you are a painter. And yes. I've seen oh, some, if you haven't mm. had a chance to look at her paintings, they're gorgeous. Oh, my gosh. There's a there's a Frankenstein and a Bride of Frankenstein that I absolutely love love. There's I should least... have bought some of my prints to show you. <laughs> um, you can find it. You can find it on Instagram. I was about to say after the show, throw the link uh, to it in the comments so people can find it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. That's good. Yeah. So these uh, these paintings are actually because I also am a collector. I love art, so I collect original art from pretty much you know artists that are still living which is great to support so that wall is my art gallery wall and every nice. new year's eve i'll take a picture in front of it and i'll and i'll post it nice. but I, I love that wall i can understand why you would love that wall i know we're <laughs> all it's like there's so much to take so in so many dollars like, i know we're over here studying the background <laughs> yeah this room is is maximalist that's what we call it Oh my god. We so like maximalism. So it <laughs> works. Yes. So how did you get into creating dolls? 
So when the movie Annabelle came out, well, prior to that, I had seen a special and there was this gothic doll and I thought that was so amazing. I had never seen someone turn a regular doll into something, you know, darker, but cute still, still pretty. So I had shown a friend one that I did. I did one. First, I went to the thrift store and I bought like five dolls and I said, oh, I'm just going to do this. So I did one great. And then after that, I had absolutely no idea what else to do with one. So I just wrapped them up and put them in the closet and I forgot about it. Then Annabelle came out and a family member said, oh, you, you, look at this doll. It's so it's haunted and this would be good. You should do this. And so I looked at the way the doll was done and it seemed simple enough. So I recreated it and I put it out on eBay and I said, we'll see what happens. And I literally was the only person or artist that did a doll based off a movie and had it on eBay. Usually eBay is filled with all sorts of things. Mm -hmm. No one had did an Annabelle doll. So it was the only doll up there. So obviously it sold to a paranormal investigator. And from there I said, wow, let me do another one. Now I wasn't replicating the doll. I was just doing like the braids and making the makeup look like Annabelle. It wasn't until like, I think Annabelle number 15 that I did where I started to really make her look like her. And, and that was it. And then it's just, someone said, you have to go to a horror convention and sell these. So that's when I went to Monster Mania. And mm. that was my first one. It was in Maryland and it was great. And then ever since then, I, I've been doing them. That is awesome. Do you have a favorite? Like a favorite of, of a of regular, the, of a of doll the one, in general? Well, okay. A favorite of the ones behind you and also a favorite of one of the ones that you've made. Okay. So <laughs> Two favorites. a favorite one behind me, I would say, well, the vampire, since you're talking about an uh, interview with a vampire, I love vampires. Mm -hmm. And my Wednesday doll. That's a custom doll that I, that I do. That one's very popular and I love making her. I mean, I make, it's from everything from the dress to the hair, to the, the whole face. So she's like completely custom for the customer. And then as far as a horror doll, I'm not a fan of Chucky. Sorry, Chucky fans. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm big on, I'm big on horror characters that, tell jokes i'm just not a fan of that so he's out and so annabelle of course since she started my whole doll career she, you know she's obviously a favorite nice now obviously since you work in like porcelain dolls i'm, I'm assuming that you made the version of the doll from the movie not the original not the which original. is more of a raggedy raggedy ann, ann. right yeah okay. raggedy ann it was just a regular i think knickerbocker raggedy mm -hmm. ann and she was huge. I have one. I mean, she's ginormous. She's like, I don't have her here, but she's huge. So I would love to recreate the case that she goes in, that big wooden Ooh. case oh, that nice. the, the Warrens had her in their haunted gallery or museum. So I would love to do that, bring it to the show, because everybody who comes to the shows, they take <laughs> That's the biggest thing. I have signs all over that say, yes, you can take our picture. So the dolls get so much action so i i would love to bring one of those to the show that'd be great now i also saw another one that you had posted and it looked i'm assuming it had to be a very old doll i am a huge vampire fan and i saw a photograph of a vampire doll that uh, <clears throat> it looked like it might have been a, like an original like older vampire doll 
Um, yes, I did do that. That was, I'm trying to think the base doll because I'll work off a base doll. And I think that base doll was a porcelain doll that her hands looked like that. They looked great. And then, because sometimes I'll see a doll and I'll say, oh, I'm going to make her into that. So oh. this one, the hands were perfectly positioned and she already had the dark hair. And actually, no, she had blonde hair. I had to, I had to paint it uh, black. Mm -hmm. And I made her into vampire and she looked um, unbelievable. I was like, oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. It was like coming right from the black and white movie that she was in. Nice. So yeah, that was a great one. So on our original conversation, I think we kind of uh, touched on this a bit, but have you ever had anybody or have you ever encountered a doll, first of all, that you think might have something attached to it, like a ghost or a spirit or a presence? Yes. So I will get dolls gifted to me from um, people that come to the show. So there are some that I'll keep for myself. And then there are some that just have this energy about them. And so out of probably around 450 dolls that I have done, maybe 15 I have sold as haunted. And I will disclose that they're haunted. I will um, tell them all about whatever <clears throat> I was feeling from it. I actually have on YouTube, you'll see, I have a top 10 Vicki Van Gogh uh, haunted dolls. Yeah. And it has little stories and they're really interesting stories. And some people will call me and say, oh my God, she really did cross her ankles. Like there was this one <laughs> doll that would cross her ankles it was the craziest thing. And then we have this, this big story when I did my first Annabelle doll. And I had said this to you the other day. Mm -hmm. So we're in the dining room and we're eating and I had her sitting on the chair and my fiance comes in and says, oh, we're not going to eat with the doll. No, no. <laughs> so this was before the boy came out um, and Annabelle had not come out yet. We just, I just knew she was coming out. So he puts a blanket or a coat over, over her head. Didn't think anything of it. And 15 minutes later, the whole curio cabinet in my living room that I've had there for 10 years broke from the top of the shelf, glass shelf, all the way down to all four glasses, everything, fairies and, and tchotchkes broken. And so now I had to sell her as a haunted doll. No. On, top of, on top of the fact that she already was a replica of Annabelle, but now she really was a haunted Annabelle. So, and that's the one that the paranormal investigator bought. But yes, I try to sell them as soon as possible because I don't want them <laughs> hanging around. <laughs> Even okay, well, I'm very pretty now. <laughs> yeah, but if you're the creator, you shouldn't be scared of the doll. I, it shouldn't be haunting you. Right. I'm definitely not afraid since, you know, they're coming from my home and my home is very loving. Uh, but I don't want them, you know, here. So I, I sell them. And they and they do they do um go very quickly. So I'm happy about that. Oh wow. Yeah. Eli, we don't know bear. if you're full of crap or not, but we're just gonna go with that. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to take a moment since we are talking about haunted dolls and creepy doll experiences because we have a group, um, an audience participation question. Oh. And I just want people to let us know, have you ever had a creepy experience with a doll? Eli, we do not want to hear about blow-up dolls, so please don't even go there. <laughs> but, um, Definitely creepy. Yeah. <laughs> so... We do. We have had um, 
my mother-in-law decided several like years ago when my oldest child was probably like four or five years old that she was going to get her a my twin doll and i don't know who do you remember those does anybody okay so basically you send all of these pictures of your child from like different angles and they create a doll that looks like your child that already sounds creepy and then you can buy outfits to match the child and the doll Okay. okay, first of all, so when Scarlett got the doll, she named it Tracy. Now, I, I don't know how I feel about this because her mother-in-law's named Tracy too, but we're just going to go, we're going to leave that alone. But, um, but she got this doll, we got this doll made for her. And after a while, she decided she did not like Tracy. And this is Tracy. Tracy is now in her children's room. Tracy is frightening. And by the way, she doesn't look anything like Scarlett did when she was... Tiny. <laughs> Nothing at all. I was say the hair tone isn't even right. Mm. Probably no, no. But it, it's it got to a point where Scarlett did not want anything to do with Tracy, and we took so Tracy got when my in laws moved to Missouri. She moved to Missouri with them, and so they decided they were going to pack her up and send her back. And she sent her back through us. So Tracy sat in my house and I'm like, I don't want this doll in my house. I don't like this doll. This doll just gives me bad vibes. There's just <laughs> something about it that I just don't like this doll. So we gave it to Scarlett. She did not want the doll. She was like, I do not want this doll under no. <laughs> <laughs> the back of the closet. The gate to the closet. I love it. I looks pissed. <laughs> she actually looks a bit more like Ellie, my granddaughter, but Ellie cannot stand it. And she basically has told us, Missouri. Yes. Um, Ellie has told us that she doesn't like Tracy and Tracy is mean. And we don't know what Tracy is doing, but she, and I have, yeah, she doesn't like Tracy and Tracy is mean. Therefore, Tracy is now in the closet. Okay. okay. All right. So that's. Yeah. yeah, it's a horrible doll. It's a horrible, horrible doll. All right, not so uh, Fish said, not a personal experience, but a reoccurring nightmare as a child. I was in my sister's playpen. Her blinking doll was crawling after me. The playpen, playpen turned into an incline, and I slid to the doll. Ooh, yeah. that's a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so why is it, do we think, why is it that people are so terrified yet fascinated by dolls? Magda, I'm going to lean on you. I think it might be the, the, the phrase that they've come up with recently is the uncanny valley. It's where it's almost human, but not quite. It looks like it should be moving and talking and doing things, but it's not. And on top of that, if you look through history, um, it's, okay, admission here. Once upon a time, there were these little sort of voodoo dolls, I suppose you could call them. They were dolls you would create to look like someone, and uh, they were used in a form of traditional spellcraft. I don't call it witchcraft because it wasn't so much that. But uh, sailors' wives would create little dolls of their sailor husbands to keep them safe and things. They called them puppets. Actually, my, my those of you know my daughter's nickname is Poppet, it, but Poppet means a little thing, something tiny. And dolls have been used to represent people. Dolls have been used to represent concepts. Dolls have been used. If you look at the 
pharaoh's uh, tombs in Egypt. They have little tiny dolls of themselves, of them, of their servants, of their family to take them into the next life. You look all the way back to prehistoric times and you have little dolls of goddesses. So dolls have been part of humans as long as humans were able to use tools. Mm -hmm. So they're always going to be something that you cling towards as comfort, <clears throat> but also are terrified of because that can be used for evil as well. You can, you know, Voodoo dolls are a perfect example. People think of that as something that's horrid. You know, you can stick it with pins and you can do all this sort of thing to it. I think it's that back and forth that people are drawn to it because, you know, mm -hmm. baby dolls, it's comforting. You play with it as a child, but you're never quite sure if your toy is all that safe. So I think it's that uncertainty. It's also, uh, and this is just a personal opinion here, to me, it's that feeling that, as you just said, it's supposed, it looks like it's supposed to be moving. Have you ever been to a funeral and you yes. are looking at the corpse and it almost tricks your eye? Like, oh, you can see it breathing, you can see mm -hmm. it moving, you can see, and but it's not. It's just, mm -hmm. it, it's, you're so used to seeing that person moving, breathing your eyes start to trick itself. Dolls can do the exact same. Not to mention back in the day, there was this very, very big trend of if somebody died, you would cut off their hair and use their hair to make a doll mm -hmm. of them. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, it's just the idea that it's a human shape. It's the same with the fear of, um, what's that? Uh, fear of AI. Pediophobia. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I was going to say pediophobia is the fear of, um, I do believe it's dolls and clowns. Mm. Well, uh, the, a new one. Hand in hand. Yeah, well, a new one has. Is it Angora? I thought that was. Like Chlorophobia. Oh, chlor. The okay. <laughs> they all sound the same. I know. Too many I phobias. Heat clowns. No, do a clown episode. Actually, the no. You mentioned <laughs> the idea. Don't. No. You mentioned the idea of dolls with human hair, and mm -hmm. I actually happen to have one. Oh, make this, a big! I want to see it. Oh, this, this one. This is actual human hair. Now, as to whose hair, I don't know. I've had this doll since I was about five, I think. Uh, my parents uh, bought it for me at a little antiques gallery. Uh, she's Aww. a reproduction, so I don't know exactly how old she is, but I know she's not as old as she looks. Um, I know she's at least fifty but uh, could be older, but she's wearing this little velvet thing. See, that's what proves that she's a reproduction is that she has buttons, which would not have been on this sort of outfit. Buttons didn't come around till later, but that's a different topic. <laughs> Her name is Emily, and she even has like little button Victorian shoes, you know. That's so cute. So, oh, wow. And I, I love her to bits, but I know people find her absolutely terrifying but to be completely <laughs> honest she's never done anything but sit on the shelf for me she's just a cute little china doll that i've had since i was wee and as i said people find her creepy as hell when they find out that it's a real human here you can style it i used to curl it when i was when i was younger and then at some point i just decided the braid was the safest thing to do for it but it's lovely and soft and silky nice are we showing off dolls now? Are we? Are we? Do that? I do want to ask Vicky, yes. what is the oldest doll that you have in your collection? Ooh, yeah. What is? Yeah. yeah. What is the? 
probably the composition dolls, which back in the day they were made. Oh. I have, let me see. Back in the day they were made with like sawdust and things and like blue. that. Mm -hmm. And the eyes were removed. They're like from the 1930s. Oh, wow. So I wow. used to love, love them, but I have so many that now I will, which is not good, but I will paint them up and make them like into, I made one out of Eddie Munster. He was great. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's so bad. Great. I think if you're giving them a new life and they're going to be loved by someone, I think that's fabulous. Yes. Because some of them are so, us are so old that they're so badly damaged. Mm. So you know, I'm actually repairing them as well as giving them a whole new identity. So I love this comment. So pretty. My mother cut my hip length hair when I was five for a doll. Oh, I'm just lovely. curious. I, oh, I, wow. I'm assuming you, the doll was for you, but <laughs> oh, we hope. I mean, I'm well, I'm, I'm kind of curious. Cause I mean, if you have extremely long hair and you already have a doll with your hair, your mother might actually put it on somebody else's doll. Like for instance, yours, Magda, you have somebody else's hair. Uh, yeah, I don't know. No idea who hair is on my doll. <laughs> DNA <laughs> tested <laughs> doll's hair. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you can find out the original uh, owner of it. Okay, so um, Toy Robot upstairs, um, who's my behind the scenes person, which most of y'all know. Uh, we were in Maggie Bell in North Carolina and we were in an antique store and there was a section of morning art with pendants, photos, and the other items um, made with hair of the deceased. Beautiful stuff, probably left there. The, when you start dealing with... <clears throat> when you when you were commenting about the the human hair i just i'm like that is such a personal personal thing especially for women because we mm. love to style our hair and cut our hair and you know we play with our hair so much that i just feel like if you, something is going to attach it's going to attach to the hair mm -hmm. <laughs> sorry i'm just sorry. over here laughing about being a mom because we we collect all <laughs> sorts of weird creepy stuff we have I have ribbons of my child's hair in a drawer. There's mm -hmm. teeth in another drawer. <laughs> yes, but that's you as a mom. Now, I'm not, I don't fossilized off your children. <laughs> okay, so I will say this. We, Belly button. So I will say that I have been out. I have a doll that's from the 1900s. That was my grandmother's. No, my mother's parents had an antique store. And she had the hair for a doll. She anticipated it and finding. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, so I will say we were out um, a couple of years ago and we went to this cab. We stayed at a cabin in Nashville and it was for an event and it was a horrific experience on many, many levels. But one of the big things that we found is that somebody there had like teeth in a jar or teeth in a little thing that was like baby teeth and there was clippings of people's hair it's like when it's your family's and you know where it came from that's one thing when it's somebody else's and you're looking at it going this is an airbnb oh my god you couldn't have put this somewhere else <laughs> no <laughs> i can imagine them setting it out and being like it's cute they'll make it feel like they're family <laughs> No, that's not no. I don't know. It, it makes you wonder if the person who stayed there before you did it as a prank. It might not belong to the Airbnb at all. It just was an extra little oh, something great. that somebody slipped in the drawer. Now we that all have Airbnb. a new hobby. What, check, check in the drawers at Airbnb. Start leaving, no, leaving, leaving stuff no, leaving. behind. <laughs> okay, so I'm I will so say this. Glad Lauren thought this that too. <laughs> 
So I will say this was probably the worst experience that we have ever had in an Airbnb. And there were things that were left behind and it was very, very creepy. And it was there. If there was ever a haunted place that we have stayed in, this was it. This place had such bad juju and we found some awful, awful things. And I will share that when we're not on the air, because I don't know that I could go into these conversations. And one of the, one of the ladies that was staying with us, um, actually woke up in the middle, it was like three in the morning screaming because something had crawled out of the mattress and into her hair. And we think it might, we don't know what, it, yeah, it was, it was awful. It was awful. I have a, no human oh, skin. Yeah. Sorry, Eli. But teeth, definitely. <laughs> I, um, I'll, I'll say real quick, though, as far as people afraid of haunted dolls, I mean, just dolls in general. At my show, I can tell you half the people that pass my booth, adult, they can't even look at the dolls. They run <laughs> right by. And the funny thing is that they will do that. And then they'll see Jason with the machete. And they'll be yes. like, take a picture with me. And it's like, what? And you're at a horror convention and you're afraid of dolls. That's that always gets me. Well, that I think that there's an element when you're when you're looking at Jason at a horror convention, we, we have a couple of friends who are um horror cosplayers, and we have one that's been on a show a couple of times who is a Jason and is phenomenal mm -hmm. Jason. And yes, if we see him at a convention, we're gonna go, Jason, but we know who that is. We we know who that person is. We know that's Mid-South Maniac, and he's he's our buddy. But walking up to a doll, that's I mean. You don't know where it came from. You don't right. know the history. So I can I can definitely see where people would kind of get freaked out about oh, it. So much. So We're much. so the opposite in my family. We went to a horror con with our daughter, who, by the way, is obsessed with Annabelle. This is her Annabelle doll. She also cosplays Annabelle. She's four. Um, and someone had a life-size Annabelle doll that they were walking around with. Complete strangers. Don't know who they were. But my little Annabelle went running up to them going, Annabelle, it's me, wanting to hug their dolly. <laughs> And I'm just sitting here like, I'm sorry. Um, but we got pictures. <laughs> Let's see here. Pay the Jason cosplayer to wear a doll mask and see what happens. <sighs> that reminds me of the movie The Boy. Stuff in mattresses. I pray it was a ghost rather than like bugs or mice. We oh. think it was a rat. I, I Honestly, it could have been a raccoon. Possible. It could have been a rat. We have no idea what it was. My daughter owns a doll we call Library Doll. She inherited it from her grandmother who only knew... It may have been before 1970. It had no eyes. I was positive it was only happy when my daughter was home. That's unsettling. Aww. Unsettling. See, none of my dolls are creepy in the sense that they're not haunted. They're the not, they're not doing things. Let me see the doll. No Wait, eye. I'm talking, but see the doll. There we are. Oh, <laughs> love it. Love it. Love just, it. My, my doll it looks like her eyes went there. I have terrifying <laughs> dolls, but I I don't think of them as creepy. I just love them. Like, probably the one that upsets people one of the most is I have a Black Dahlia doll. Oh, I love you have the black and the white one. Oh, okay, so my goodness. Complete with all the, the stitches. Dolls, all the stitches. And the, and the lovely negligee. So <laughs> I, I, have, I have dolls like the Black Dahlia. And I have... Uh, where are you? Sorry. <laughs> Lizzie Borden. <gasps> I, have Lizzie. Wow. I have Lizzie. I didn't realize they made a Lizzie Borden tall. 
Lizzie, no, the best thing ever. My uh, sister, just younger than I, one year we decided to dress up as Living Dead dolls. So I made this ensemble for her. I wow. made this exact oh costume. Don't exact to it. I made the satin. I made the cotton. I made the fur on the cuffs. I even made her, got her boots. So I made the whole thing for her. Made that for her. My other favorite, Living Dead Doll. That's that brand that these are. Mm -hmm. That's my, my Annabelle too. My conjoined oh twins. These are Hazel and Hattie. I love them to bits. And yes, they are conjoined. They do not come apart. Wow. So, but see, to me, I don't think of them as creepy. Now, you kind of see it, but I have a six foot tall coffin shaped doll shelf that all of these, well, some of these, I have over 200 of them. Good set Lord. on. I have a stupid amount of them. And <laughs> every come out with different sorts. They've got toxic Molly with her. I love her. Are you my mummy? I know. And then you pull her and you have that. <laughs> I'd say that one's creepier once you pull the mask up. Exactly. But the other thing about this particular brand is that they have quite a lot of um, uh, things that they've taken and gotten um, rights to. Yes. Like nice. Okay. There's an Elvira so, one too. There is. There's really Elvira. Want. They have some that are not so creepy because they have like Joker and Harley and they have quite a few different ones that, like I said, I don't think of them as creepy, but I know most people do. So I collect dolls that look creepy, but I just think they're lovely. And as I said, none of my dolls have ever moved. They've never danced around. They've never shifted <laughs> position. I don't know if they don't like me. They're afraid to move. I don't know. But I, I've never had a, any sort of supernatural experience with any of my dolls. So I, I, I don't I, know if it's just me. <laughs> I just wanted to jump in real quick. I am also a Living Dead doll lover. Um, but when I was a kid, I wasn't so much into Barbies. I was more into Kelly's. So I got all the baby dolls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have... <laughs> Those are my little happies. Oh, that was wow. awesome. <laughs> I love okay, so having coffin-shaped boxes too. Oh, That's the did. first time yeah. I've seen them. So my funny. mother used to make like they have like little poems uh, that come with them. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, I love this. My mother used to make these rip-off versions of like the Cabbage Patch patterns, where you could like. Mm -hmm. So I had this big giant Cabbage Patch doll. That was supposed to kind of look like me had like the same hair coloring and she put it in a black dress and it was hideous and it was but it's like i have it somewhere i don't know where it is but so we are at the show and tell part is that are, are we there now i totally. think so yeah we're Let's going for it tell, show us something that is just very unique that you love that you would love to share with us oh gosh my whole house <laughs> yeah <Don't> I know. <laughs> start. where start um, well, in, in this room, well, I, I can, I can show you. I actually did The Boy, since you were talking about The <gasps> oh, Boy. Oh, nice. nice. I yeah, love and that movie so If you look on the internet, you'll see Getty Images. I was at the premiere. So you'll see a picture of me, if you can find it. And let me show oh. you him. Hold on. All right. While <laughs> she's doing that, I just want to show off my little Apple doll while she's grabbing him. Um, oh, little Apple dolls. When, oh, when DL did the advertisements for the show, 
She used yes. a little Apple doll as her uh, advertisement doll. So yeah, I have one of those. They're super oh, cute wow. and creepy. Okay. I love them, okay. but there's hard to find. So it's hard to find like, like here with bangs. Show him in here. <gasps> oh, All right, there he my is. Can we see gosh. him? Beautiful. Can we make her screen we... bigger real quick? Yeah. That could be Wrong one. Try again. I can't. No, not me. <laughs> I gotta see if I can see him. There he is. Okay. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, there he goes. That looks so good. That yeah. is so awesome. That is so gorgeous. At, at the premiere, they gave you this. If we can see that, reserve seating the boy, and he was sitting there all by himself on the uh, on the chair. <laughs> that was hysterical. Oh, perfect. <laughs> You know, I, th I think I have some pictures on Instagram of him sitting in the chair with his popcorn and everything. Oh, that's so cute. Funny. I have so many people that want to buy him. And I oh, just, I, mean, I only make one of a kind dolls. So yeah. like that when I make yours. it, that's it. It's the only one. So yeah. I said, I'll keep him in my personal collection. I keep, maybe I have maybe 10 dolls that I've kept that I've done that I couldn't part with. And um, yeah, he's one of them so far. Yeah, that movie was so good. The twist, oh, um, spoiler alerts. Oh, uh, yeah. The twist, twist at the end where you, you you expect it to go one way. Okay, it's a doll. It's uh -huh. a haunted doll. And then the twist happens and you're like, whoa, wait, what? <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that, that movie so didn't get ask. enough credit. That was a great movie. Agreed. No, yeah. it did not. It was great. Um, there was a second one out too, but and I have not seen that one yet. But I love I the doll. Yet. I absolutely love that movie so much. Or the boy. I'm sorry. Um, I have to ask: mm -hmm. Has have you ever been contacted by um, somebody in doing a movie to create a doll? Oh yes. My, um, at one convention, I had a movie company call, and I was like, okay, yes, yeah, sure. All right. And so they just kept calling and they said, we want to commission a doll for this new movie called Dementia 13. And it was actually Francis Ford Coppola. He did the first one, I believe, in 1962 or 63 or 64. And that's one of those. And they were remaking it. And this one was going to have a haunted doll in it since the doll dolls were very popular in the movies at this point. Mm -hmm. So they bought two dolls and they are in the movie. Really? And Check I, that out. Yeah, in Instagram, Instagram is always easier to go to because I, I post like the important things. So you will see um, the promo that they made. You'll see the two dolls in there. And then through, through the movie, you'll see it. That is nice. Uh, do you have a favorite horror movie um, other yeah, than like sure. Annabelle or The Boy that involves um, dolls? Well, Talking Tina, of course, was the original. That was the the freakiest, zone. Oh, yeah. freakiest <laughs> episode, the best episode ever. So definitely talking Tina, and they, you know, they don't make that many, many horror dolls in the movies. I mean, you Oddly. think they do, but they they really don't. Well, a lot of them are very the one that comes be cheesy, <laughs> mm -hmm. right? And the B movies, they have tons. I mean, the movie yeah. dolls, they're all yes. over the place. Oh. <laughs> Puppet Master has Puppet a bunch Master. of icons. Oh, yes. I love Puppet Master. Yeah, that's oh, a good one. God. I haven't done okay, any I was only introduced to one because so of my children. There's is a um, Goosebumps. Goosebumps. You know, the series Goosebumps with the books and all that. Oh, the, well, they've got um, the, the series as well. And one of them involves a little girl who is not very well behaved, who is kind of hard. And they end up getting a doll, a twin doll of her. It looks exactly like her. 
And the family starts talking more to the doll than they do to the little girl because she's so horrid. And after a while, uh, she switches places with the doll and the doll takes over her life and is this lovely, sweet, polite little thing. And the child is actually trapped inside the doll and able to move or talk. My little girl just about lost her mind the first time she saw this one particular episode and has refused to watch Goosebumps ever since. Won't watch it because of that doll. She looks kind of crosswise at a few of her dolls like, mm -mm. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you. that explains so much about the My Twin doll now. It really, really does. <laughs> Not that Scar Scarlet was horrid, but... <laughs> Mine's not horrid, you know. <laughs> she was a strong-willed child. Child, let's just say hey, Maybe, maybe Tracy needs to take a little trip to Vicky, and you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! Oh gosh! Just say it. Everybody okay. seems to not like Tracy anyway. So maybe we need know. to donate Tracy to Vicky. <laughs> That's oh, right. I, if you want me to make her, if you want me to make her look like something different and something fun, I oh. can. You know, but I think she, she's generally creepy the way she looks. Yes, she <laughs> is. Yes, she is. I, I'm going to 100% agree on that. If you can make Tracy more creepy, then honestly, challenge pull accepted. Pull a picture back up real quick. Yeah. Because if you really, really wanted to creep her, honestly, I think she'd make a pretty good Claudia doll if you if you did longer hair, did oh, definitely the curls. Oh. I bet that would make a really good Claudia doll. Definitely. <laughs> And I now I that. want a Claudia doll. Yeah, I do too. I have when a porcelain that... doll named Claudia, but I want a Claudia doll now. Is that movie coming out or is it just the book? It's, the it's show. a TV series. Oh, a TV series. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that was what, actually one of the things we were talking about is they have completely altered the character of Claudia. So she's no longer that little childlike doll character. So I'm gotcha. like, I don't know if they're going to be able to do the scene doll makeover. We agree. Doll we agree. Um, okay. So, um, Everybody in my hate my house hates clowns, and I don't. I, I kind of laugh, and I'm like, I always wanted a pet clown. Um, I know that you can't. I know. I really do. I want a clown to be a friend of mine. I actually have friends that are clowns, but um, so I have this. Oh, I love it. <laughs> this is one that somebody has um, obviously taken a baby doll and recreated in. Um, um, there was just something about it that reminded me of um, Captain Spaulding. That I was about I mean, to say Captain Spaulding. There was something the about it that reminded me of Captain Spaulding because I'm like, so this is this is like my favorite. This is my favorite right here, just because. I, I yeah, I love Sid Haig. <laughs> that, I was that, so depressed. Well, that I'm hair, like, well, that hair that, is that that hair. <laughs> I'm making him right now. Just one little patch out of the oh, side of her. Oh, oh, oh. Where is he? So that's. I love it. Look at those glowing eyes. Yeah. So oh like cat eyes. He's in the making, and you can see how long he's been making because I've been um, busy with other dolls. So mm -hmm. we started him in I can't see it 2018. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is how oh, I wow. sign my dolls. Oh, wow. okay. It's on. It's on the um on the belly. But yeah, it's 2018. Oh my god, I haven't finished him yet. I usually finish the dolls in the same year, but that one for some reason <laughs> stayed like that. <laughs> so we'll I, I guess anybody. I mean, we start projects, we put them aside. We start projects, we put mm. them aside. I, I I totally get it. 
Yeah, he's my only longest project. So it's 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 mainly the clothes because I sew all the clothes myself. So when I go to a convention, I have to have a lot of inventory. So if I get Mm -hmm. stuck doing one doll for too long, then the other dolls kind of have to wait. So I put him aside for a while, a long while. Uh, So I have a text message that's actually been sent to me. And someone wants to know what you use to paint your dolls. All acrylic, all acrylic paints. Okay. Yes. Yes. Is there a brand that you gravitate to? Oh, no, no, no brand. Um, Just regular, regular paint that you would get at a craft store. Well, I have a question. Yes. Do you have a particular sealant that you use for it? Well, after you paint, then... You have to seal it with either a spray. Oh, oh, I, I, I prefer spray. I've tried where you brush it on and it kind of takes the paint off that's yes. on the bottom. And well, I was curious about that because I've never worked on a doll before. I've done painting of fabric because I'm, I'm a seamstress. So I appreciate getting all the bits and pieces done for doll clothes. I hate doll clothes. <laughs> they're so yeah, tiny they're and fiddly. It, yep. it takes a lot of time to do them. So I do bigger projects but i can do it i just don't like to so i was very curious because i've never painted a single thing except fabric and i know working with fabric that you have to use certain types of sealants because if you don't it's going to bleed so i thought the same might be with the porcelain that's that's why i asked i was curious right and just like with paintings when you do do a sealant everything just pops and the Mm. colors just come out so much better I mean, there are some dolls that look great when I when I don't, if I want to just keep it very matte looking, but you kind of have to put some sort of sealant. So I'll put a matte sealant if I don't want it to look glossy, but the glossy look mm-hmm. always looks better, especially the eyes and the lips. I used mm-hmm. to do pottery and I know that whenever you were working with um, just general bisque versus porcelain, there was a huge difference in what you would paint and fire with because then in of course i'm sitting there thinking to myself i'm like would you fire a doll in a kiln how does this i mean i know that it's probably the (laughs) same process but (laughs) well there's another market other than my market my market is altering dolls Mm -hmm. then there's reborn dolls where they do bake oh they bake them in the oven to to seal the paint Mm -hmm. those those are so intricate i haven't even attempted to even want to do a reborn doll, but they very realistic and oh, wow. spend tons of money for, for some realistic looking baby vampires. Hmm. You know? <laughs> oh, I bet. Uh, I admit, mm-hmm. If I, ever I there even, was a doll that gave me the creeps, it would be a yeah. reborn doll. They're just a little too yep. realistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, as I said, the uncanny valley concept of it's just a bit too close to life for my tastes. I like my dolls to look a bit more cartoonish, personally right. speaking. Right. So yeah. I have a question. Did anyone else do any um, true crime research? Because I have one I wanted to talk about, but I don't know if anyone else did any. I think Kat did. And the cat did. Cat, take I it. <laughs> I didn't true crime it. I didn't do the true crime research this week. I was looking up dolls and I, <laughs> at one point I was down in Key West and of course all the dolls we've discussed, I'm surprised nobody has brought up Robert the doll. And I went on oh. one of those haunted mm-hmm. tours and we walked by the house. The house was located at 534 Eaton street. And that is like down in the heart of Key West. If you ever go down there where it's kind of right off Duval street where the party in and all the fun kind of happens but 
we walked by the house and at the time the doll was no longer at the house it had been transported over to it's a museum now it's um hang on i've got it written down it's the um east martello museum and i wanted to see that doll but they explained kind of what happened in the house and when they moved the doll and they reconstructed the inside of the house i do believe it is an inn now where you can stay but I think they had things in the reconstruction of the house where the lights would pop on and things like that. And from what I understand with Robert the doll, same thing happened when they moved him to this museum where they had the lights turn on in the museum. And so now they have him in like a glass, kind of like a curio, uh, you know, just like a glass coated case around him. And they take tours now to that museum um, which I didn't know at the time. I was on the other side of the island partying with uh, <laughs> back then. So I didn't realize that he had been transported across to the other side of the island where it was closer to the airport. But I, I really just hate that I missed seeing this doll in person. But um, what's kind of neat and what's fascinating. Yes, there he is. Okay. And so they have, they have rules when you go to visit Robert the doll that for one, you have to introduce yourself and then you have to ask permission to take a picture of him. And then you have to be polite and say, thank you. That's their rules. That's, I'm not sure how they've gotten to that, but what to me is more fascinating that I would like to see kind of almost more than the doll itself is they have this whole wall plastered behind it. And it is of notes where in letters that people have written who have taken pictures of Robert <laughs> without asking his permission. And so there's all kinds of, oops, I'm sorry notes written all up and down the wall where people oh. have had all kinds of like impending doom, apparently, if you take his photo. And so there's just a whole wall of letters that I would love to go through and read. I don't know. I just, I, Did yeah. you I just, get a I just have that kind of spare time. So I didn't get a picture of, well, I didn't know. I didn't get a picture of Robert because I went on the haunted tour, which was led. It was led in the tourist kind of the tourist area where it is like the, the downtown where most of the happening stuff in Key West, Key West is kind of like, you've got one side of the Island where it's got like Duval street and they've got where they do the sunset parties and everything. And also I think we're cruise ships dock. So there's a lot more going on on that side of the Island. And then you've got another side where they have the southernmost point, which everybody sees in pictures, but where the actual museum where the doll is kept is actually kind of in a, it's not in a touristy area. It's where the airport is. So it's not a place where you, you know, where foot traffic goes through, you would have to make a conscious effort to, go drive yourself to that side of that island. It's not a big island, granted, it's it's pretty small. But um, no, I didn't get to see it, but Aww. I did get to see the original house, which the house is really cute. It's like a Victorian home. And I think um, the doll, they don't know where it originated from specifically. They think that the mother or the, it, it was gifted to a boy named Jean or Robert Eugene Otto, but the doll was named Robert by Jean based off of his first name. And they think that the mom had like a, like a servant or something that the doll was gifted to her and she gifted it to the son in the sailor suit. So I don't know if there was some kind of voodoo put in the doll or, you know, they're telling if it's loaded, like you said, with the dust and the, Salda, it could be animal bones. There's no telling what's in that doll, honestly. So that was wow, kind of like great. my 
my history, but that, you know, like I said, I've never experienced anything personally from this doll. I've just kind of breezed by where the doll once lived for a very long time and never really got to see it in person. But I would love to go down to that museum and read those letters that are posted on that wall because that would be a lot of fun. So I think Dawn is having a little bit of technical difficulty. She dropped out. Um, I, I got a text from my uh, Joey the roadie saying he thinks that her camera froze. So she's probably trying to get that fixed. Um, okay. We have about four minutes left. I'm just going to jump on to the one that I wanted to talk about real quick. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. Have y'all ever heard of the Hello Kitty murder? No. 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 Okay. Very, very uh, big research here. Much, um, much Wikipedia. <clears throat> Uh, the Hello Kitty murder was a 1999 case in which a nightclub hostess was abducted and tortured in an apartment in Hong Kong uh, after stealing a wallet owned by one of the frequent customers. Um, let's see here. She was, during her imprisonment, she was uh, subjected to torture. And according to Chan Man's, Chan Man looks grooming victim, they beat her with metal bars, kitchen utensils, and furniture pieces, sometimes while hanging her and using her as a punching bag. In one occasion, they had kicked her head around 50 times. Uh, they rubbed spices into her wounds, burned her with candle wax and hot plastic, um, forced her into other things, uh, made her consume human flesh and uh, urine, and uh, forced her to smile and say that she was enjoying the beatings. After about a month of imprisonment and torture, she succumbed to her wounds and passed away while her captors were out. Um, upon returning home, they had found her deceased body in the bathroom, which way they had locked her in. They then dismembered her and boiled her. Um, they sewed her boiled skull inside of a Hello Kitty mermaid doll and discarded the rest of her remains. When they were caught, only her skull, one tooth, and some internal organs were recovered in a plastic bag. Arnold. That is the Hello Kitty murders or murder. Had not heard of that. No, never heard yeah. of that. That one's very, uh, very graphic. I remember hearing that one years ago and it has stuck with me because well, I'm not going to forget Kitty that one. Well, the Hello Kitty isn't haunted yet. I have a feeling it will be soon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Oh. There's so many. Like Everyone knows of, you know, the Annabelle kind of story uh -huh. and um robert's kind of a pretty big story but i don't hear a lot of people talking about that one so i'm really glad that you talked about that one cat oh. um I don't and he's like impossible to make i have no idea i get so many people asking me to make him i don't i don't even know what he's made out of it, he looks face. almost like a nylon but they didn't have like you know, like stockings Speaking. or something, but they oh, weren't stretchy no. stockings, like a... Speaking as a seamstress, someone who actually works with fabric, looking at Robert, he looks as though he's made out of a very fine woven, which would be like a linen, or uh, I would suggest linen. Also looking at the time when he was made, once again, I worked in an antiques gallery. My specialty was uh, textiles. So... It looks as though it was made out of some form of uh, linen and more than likely stuffed with a combination of wool and uh, sawdust. As, as the yeah. style, uh, uh, it was right. very common in a lot of German dolls, uh, but also English dolls, but mostly German dolls. German dolls were the most beautiful and the most sought after as far as composite dolls, as far as uh, soft, fluffy dolls like that one, which believe it or not, he would be considered a soft doll or a cuddle doll. 
And I think he was handmade by someone. I don't think there's more of him floating around. Oh, that's around. good to know. Oh, no. That's good to know. No, yeah. see, as they said, see, as Melissa says, there are different types of dolls, especially, see, German. That's what I'm saying. He looks like, see, yeah, see? No, nah, no, it's a German doll. This is our <laughs> male animal. This is our animal. Yeah. So they, they did a lot of animals. They did, like, elephants. I actually have a, a, one of the dolls from that company. <clears throat> that's an elephant. It's off the way in a little oh wow i wish we could see all your dolls oh i have so many no that would take three or four shows to see all of my (laughs) dolls i have too many welcome back to you welcome back say goodbye yeah (laughs) yeah i know i'm sorry my computer just completely lost all internet connections and i have my apologies my it was tracy it was tracy tracy got pissed (laughs) did we ask permission to show the pictures of the dolls we didn't Okay, so I, I'm going to show my age real quick before we log off here. What is Talking Tina? I know that's the name of our show, but I don't know what that's oh, from. Oh, you're a baby. No, it's, uh, it's, it's Twilight Zone. It's Twilight Zone. Okay. There was an evil little doll. You know the dolls that had the pill strings on the back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. She saw it and everything. Zone. You pull it yeah. and she says, I'm Talking Tina. So I it's and it, she turns out to be rather awful. It's just things like I'm talking Tina and I'm going to kill you. It's adorable. You'd probably like it. It's precious, yeah. actually. No, I laughed all the way through it because I'm not right in the head. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all went. By the way, I mean um I do believe Telly Savalas was in it. And I think um, so. yeah, I think he was um he was the stepdad that was so evil. So mm-hmm. um Cat or not cat? I'm sorry. I know that you were talking about Robert the dog. Uh, Lauren, did you get to talk about yours? Yes, uh, I jumped in. You missed all of the blood and gore. I'm sorry. I'm so That's sorry. It's nasty and delightful. Okay, so I just one thing I want to bring up real quick. Um, there is a doll. I'm being told it's time to go, but I'm going to share this real quick. So there is a. I don't know if it's a doll, but it's referenced as a mannequin. It is uh, La Cascalita, oh, yeah. which is a bridal. Uh, is in a bridal shop in Mexico and mm-hmm. La Pascualita is um, she's been in the shop for about 90 years and she's believed to possibly be the corpse of the owner's daughter or at least the previous owner's daughter. But um, the thing that catches people off guard is oh, the, wow. the, the detail on the fingers and the fingernails yeah. and everything that wow. it is. If you've never had a chance, if you've ever had a chance to do any research on it, it's truly, truly fascinating. Mm-hmm. But Because, um, I mean, we do know that people will steal bodies. Thanks to Magda. Yeah. Uh, another another Key West street from last week. That pe- What are people yeah. doing down in the Keys? I love it. Down. It's so laid back. I just couldn't fathom. Florida. <laughs> I love Florida. I think Florida's great. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave myself there. <laughs> There's a lot of weird my kind of, of people. So, yeah. <laughs> it's if it makes you feel any better, I would definitely go up into Florida, see a gator, and be like, "Kitty." So, <laughs> if we think we can pet, that may- yes, it is. So so yeah, they've so done uh, different pictures of the mannequin before, and they've pointed out like you can see veins, like someone if it is a if it's a doll, someone took the time to paint veins and wrinkles into her and and 
and we it's know people very detailed and we know people will do that but it's just creepy how detailed that one is right down to like the lines in her fingers and her fingernails mm-hmm. i mean it's truly uh, that's one of the things that i really want to see eventually in my lifetime is i want to see this 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 mannequin this doll and determine and, and i mean i know i can't determine if it's real or not but i just want to see it okay we- so i mean oh go ahead I was about to say, we might need a second doll episode because there's so many we didn't touch on. There's the, like, there's the ventriloquist doll from Goosebumps. There's the the Muppet-style dolls from uh, Angel whenever him and Spike got turned into... There's there's a whole lot of stuff we didn't get to touch on. So before we sign off, I do want to, um, because this is very short notice, um, those of you who follow the Murdering Crows, we are actually scheduled to play at the Mallory Neely House, um, which is a museum here in Memphis next week or this coming weekend, um, like March the 5th. And it's a 20s theme speakeasy. And it's like $35. And that is like drink tickets and everything. Or you can do like the VIP tour of the facility and it's $75. But um, Mm. we've done similar events to this in the past. And those are always so much fun to go in those those houses and um, just be part of the atmosphere. So but nice. just throw that out. And with that said, I also want to say, uh, Vicki, yes. once again, where can we find you if we want to buy a doll? Like Wednesday? Oh, um, well, I do sell some on eBay, whatever I can and put up, but mostly I, I sell them at conventions, horror conventions. And then you can find that by just following me on Instagram and just seeing me through the year. And then, you know, you'll see postings of if a show is coming up. Okay, That's like is- the best way. Is there and then one if you, coming up? Um, I, I'm thinking of doing one in October. Usually oh. Halloween's always the big one. Oh, I used to do like six, seven a year. It's very exhausting. Very yeah. exhausting. <laughs> so during the pandemic, I, I and plus they were closed last year, but I did one in Maryland. So uh, most likely we'll do one again in October. But if you're on Long Island and you want to see my dolls, um, I am in an antique mall. Called Remember Yesteryears. I don't know if anyone's from Long Island, but any viewers, you can go to Remember Yesteryears in Oakdale, and I have a little area there, and you can see my art and some dolls. Wonderful! Yay! All right. Does anybody else have anything else they want to share? Pineapple. Oh wait. (laughs) Oh, I got a goat. You got a goat. Look at the goat. Goat. Hello. My, My youngest daughter hates the goat. We named him Beelzebubba. <laughs> There's, I didn't get to show all of mine either. Oh, no, that's precious. I love, I have a thing about goats. I have a lot of them. Uh, no real ones because I'm not allowed. Mm. Anyway, uh, with that said, everybody, good night and pleasant screams. Bye. Bye. Bye.